Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Sports 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 Podcast. That's right. Joining you here, we are the only sports comedy podcast recording in Los Angeles in this apartment at this time. As always, I am your host, Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Pomaville. And joining us, as always, is the sports outsider, Phil Ranta. My name's Phil Ranta. Uh, Phil, did you catch, catch any games this week? No. Really? No, I didn't watch any games None. this week. This, this was a problem last week. No, yeah. I watched a, a rerun of a boxing match where somebody knocked the other person out and it was disputed. This would, this would be helpful if, if you had any names. Uh, two of the famous ones. Okay, that's all right. It was, it was a really big week, Phil. Did you realize that? I believe you. All right. I have no reason not to. <laughs> well, uh, I guess it's time for us to fill you in. That's a pun. Yeah, I like that. Absolutely. I like that. Uh, it was the, the last <laughs> day of the regular season in baseball on <laughs> Wednesday. Great. Uh, and it was fascinating, Phil. I mean, it, it, uh, both of the wild card races came right down to the wire. Uh, the Atlanta Braves and the Boston Red Sox at the start of September both had nine, nine and a half game yeah. leads. They both completely blew them. They were tied going into the last day. And then in a matter of like five minutes, the 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 St. Louis won early on. The Braves went into extras, I think the 13th inning. 13th inning. Before they, they finally lost to, the lost to the Phillies. And then the Red Sox had a lead in the ninth inning that they blew. And the Tampa Bay Rays were down seven runs in the ninth. In the eighth, because they scored Seven six in runs the eighth. In the eighth, scored six in the eighth, tied it in the seventh, and then won it in a walk-off home run in the twelfth. Well, tied tied it in the ninth with two yeah. outs with a pinch hitter who was hitting a buck oh eight. Wow, wow! I didn't even know that. Are we really still calling a team the Braves? I mean, it's yeah. two thousand eleven. Yeah. Well, that's. Uh, I'm sorry, even... I was not paying attention after you said the Braves because <laughs> first of all, I was thinking, hey, David Justice. And yep. then I was thinking, uh, yeah, like, the Braves. That's kind of an antiquated thing to call a team. It is. It's, it's not even the most racist thing in baseball. The no, logo I don't think it's racist. It's still, just kind yeah. of weird. It's Chief just, Wahoo. I mean, yeah, mm. just. Although I do love Wahoo's Tacos in L.A. It's a chain. It's wonderful. They've got the best fish tacos. See, we're, we're right back off of off sports again. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't mean I would say the restaurant good. experience at Wahoo Tacos is bested only by Tony Roma's. Uh, <laughs> and his ribs. Yeah, how is Tony Roma's ribs? Excellent, is he as always. Better? Yeah, yeah. You, you can get different rubs on him too. Yeah, I bet <laughs> he's getting different rubs on him. And and they beat the Redskins on uh, on Monday. Right, I which like might be the skins. most racist name in, That's, in sports. Yeah, clearly right, the most right. racist name in, in our nation's capital, by the way. Yeah, and Europeans think it's funny their chief rival is the Cowboys, and like this is an <laughs> irony that's lost on most of us who play football. Oh, yeah. It's Didn't... like. Yeah, it is Cowboys versus Indians, essentially. For well, the... I don't think of Redskins as Indians because Indians don't have red skin. I think that's your baggage. <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> but, I mean, the sub-story here is that these were these were truly epic collapses by the Red Sox and by the Braves. Did like, people compare it to the fall of Rome? Uh, I think you just did. That's, w- that's what I would do if I was a sports journalist. The thing is, the thing is Rome only had like a seven-game lead. Oh, and, okay. Yeah. Over the Visigoths in AD, you know, three twenty, and so. that, and this also of note before the wild card. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, this was for the division. Yeah, the Lions, the Detroit Lions, and the Buffalo Bills are both three and zero, and uh, the Lions for the first time since nineteen eighty when they yeah. started four and zero. In nineteen eighty, I was negative two years old. I've I've been watching the Lions 
my entire life. Those were good times when you were negative two. Oh. Remember, you were negative two. I was negative two and a half. Oh my gosh, Phil. The, day, uh. the days that we shared together. But I I just, my, my personal experience has always been that um, my hope destroys the Lions' chances. As soon as I begin to believe, they start to lose. That's giving yourself way too yeah, much that's power. Not I at think all that you are pretty actually. inconsequential to this world, you, you, especially you to the sports that, world. So I don't think that your beliefs change anything. I, I don't know that most of the Lions right. have heard of you. I, I know of you. believe I don't you think, are correct I would go so that, far as say is I guarantee that nobody who plays for the Lions all right, knows you. Guys, listen. I would bet half of them actively wish you dead. Right. That's entirely possible. <laughs> and but. if they didn't, then all they have to do is meet you, and then they certainly would wish you dead. Are, are we going to keep going with this? Because this, it's a theory I developed when I was like eight. At, at the yeah. height of your egotism. Right, and <laughs> yes. intelligence. So the uh, NBA appears poised to lock out their season. But this uh, has been going on for a while, right? Well, yes. Yeah, since the season ended, it's been understood. They needed they needed a new, a new collective bargaining agreement. CBA. What, what CBA. do the players want? More money. What does the management want? More money. Can I get some money? I'm poor. They're no. all rich. All of them are rich. That's, that's true. Phil, as a basketball fan, you can't be angered by this, though. No. Wait, you're not a basketball fan. I'm not a yeah. basketball fan. You cannot be angered by this unless you're a basketball fan. No, then you can I, do the billionaires my, my, versus millionaires. My, my anger is from the disparity of the wealth in America. That rich people are sitting there fighting about who's richer. I don't like that. Yeah. I mean, I usually side with the players because, I mean, the players are mere millionaires while the owners are billionaires and they're doing all the work i don't like exactly the idea. i don't that, like it when people are making money off of being like i sit in an office all day yeah and make tell other people to do work and i'm becoming rich it's like get out on the court i think all the owners should have to go play at least a game a week Ooh, that would be that'd be an interesting maybe the nbba ab would be that much better if you had to give a roster spot to your owner and he had to play five minutes of every game. I feel like we're killing dunks in the process, though. Oh, that's true. You, dunks you're putting are those awesome. guys in the court. That's what well, I'm. Oh, you most... don't think they can dunk? No. How about they, they all get little trampolines that they get to set out on the court? Well, that's and kind of the mascots bit, though. Yeah. Oh, that's true. It's kind of how they. You roll. want to put the mascots out of work? There was a story that came out this week that a third of the tickets to next year's Paralympic Games in London are going to be sold by a ballot process because the first round of tickets sold more quickly than expected. It's oversold the Paralympics in London. Wow. You're so afraid to say something know, offensive I'm, right I'm now, trying. aren't you? You're so, I, so I guess, afraid. I guess most of those tickets must have been bought online. Why is that, Joel? Why were they bought online? Well, most ticket purchases are online these days. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Are they anticipating any walk-ups? That's <laughs> what they call sales the day of. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> One more weird story. Police are investigating the legalities of a bus that operates as a mobile strip club for tailgating Detroit Lions fans before home games. I believe it's called the Booty Bus. Is that right? Booty Lounge. The Booty, Booty Lounge. Lounge. Yeah, parks outside of where the Lions play. Uh, I've been saying it wrong the whole time. Ford Field. Ford Field. Yeah. It parks outside of Ford Field, and they have strippers. Detroit the, in the news, everybody. It's about for something time. other than unemployment. Right. In fact, this is about employment that they're trying to make into unemployment because they're trying to fire these strippers. Yeah, come on. I think it's 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 great to see strip clubs stopping, straddling the outskirts of the city along Eight Mile, and see some in the central business yeah, district. Yeah, of the city, Other than Bazookies Two in Greek Town, which you know, yeah, it's Bazookies Two. But Booty Lounge now, 
Yeah, go to that. I think that all strip clubs should be mobile. When I go to a food truck, I'm like, this is great because the food is there when I want it. Strip clubs aren't often in the part of town that's there when you want it. Also, the low overhead probably allows for discounts on lap dances. And the low overhead causes a lot of strippers to bump their heads when they're on the pole. Zing. I was I was just thinking that. I, I've been to a strip club in my life twice and uh and i was i was thinking about the way they would dance like around the pole and it'd have to be an awfully big bus to give them enough room to or a very intimate setting you know what i mean like the guys must be right up there with the girls right well i know the strippers often rub things in people's faces but if you get like what kind of things in Joel? the face things like what uh, appendages what kind of appendages their breasts yeah there it is I don't know why I had to say it. Because I like to hear it. Okay, fine. Uh, we take you now to the live press conference where Matt Helton, president of NASCAR, is announcing the new Sprint Cup schedule for 2012. All right, settle down, everybody. I got the new schedule right here. All right, I'll read it off for you right here. All right. 10 o'clock a.m. Start your engines. 10 o'clock a.m. in five seconds. Turn left. 10 o'clock a.m. in 7 seconds, turn left. 10 a.m. in 11 seconds, turn left. Uh, we bring you now to a live cut-in to the press conference as the Miami Marlins introduce Ozzie Guillen as their new manager. Uh, here is Marlins general manager Michael Hill. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Welcome. It's exciting to use the Marlins press conference room uh, for a press conference. What compensation will you give me giving the White Sox? How does Ozzy find the ethnic makeup of Miami? Are you taking questions now? I'd like to introduce the manager of the Miami Marlins, Ozzy Guillen. Uh, hello. Great to be here. Ozzy, who is that sitting next to you? I am Donald Randekamp, the Marlins crisis manager. Uh, given the diverse cultural population of Miami, I am here to shadow Ozzy and make sure he doesn't say anything exceedingly, if you'll pardon the sports pun, out of bounds. <laughs> Do you feel pressure to win now? Uh, I always feel pressure to win now. I'm a competitor. Hey, Ozzy, there sure are a lot of Jews in South Florida. Well, the uh, Jewish, uh... Hey, wow, oh, uh, that's a foul ball right there. I was going to answer. It wasn't a question. Listen, I see what you're trying to do. You're just trying to bait him into saying something controversial. It's not gonna happen. We've coached him for this. Do you think the black community in South Florida has held back the Marlins? I'm glad you asked that question. <laughs> no, no, you're not, Ozzy. What makes Hispanics and blacks different? What physical disabilities are funniest? Are mental disabilities funnier even? Do you like people with really deep voices? Ozzy doesn't have an opinion on deep-voiced people. Is that even a thing? A thing? But people expect stories from the Marlins now. My editor started a baseball section. I'm not used to press conferences. You guys don't even check for press passes. I'm just a security guard with a deep voice. I've never seen cars parked outside of here, so I wanted to check in. Is... is this a press conference? Norwegians! Questions only, please. Norwegians! Your inflection will not phase this man. Hey, Ozzy! Sure are a lot of Jews in South Florida. Still not a question. Sure are a lot of Jews in South Florida. Am I right? Of course you're right. There are Jews everywhere in South Florida. <gasps> 
What a scoop! This will make the bloggers jealous. Who's antiquated now? Do you think they meet in secret? I heard he hates deep voice people, too. Ozzy, a punchline? I'm, uh, saving my international conspiracy theories for, uh, spring training. We take you now to the post-game interview with Vikings quarterback Donovan McNabb. Donovan, it seemed like they were getting a lot of pressure on you in the second half. Would you say your team has protection problems? <laughs> How would you describe this difficult road environment? Two Popeye turkey and cream corn. And now it's time for another Weird Sports. Oh, this is one of my favorite segments. All right, what do we got this week? This is my week? favorite intro. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's segment. a ghost. It's still told by a ghost. This week's weird sport, cow fighting. No. Yes. I don't think you need to explain the rules. I'm already envisioning it. Cow fighting. <laughs> Here's how it goes. I'm going to explain the rules anyways. Uh, cow fighting is a traditional Swiss event. Because you know the Swiss. God, they're, they're neutral in politics, but they're violent bastards and everything else. Right, very liberal in their sports creation, I would say. Uh, it's unlike bullfighting, where humans fight a bull. Instead, it's cows uh, fighting other cows. It's not humans fighting these cows. Well, yeah, actually, I, I, had, I, just, I had automatically assumed that it was two cows fighting. Really? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Well, the first thing I thought was, like, somebody wrestling a cow to the ground. Well, that doesn't make any sense, Phil, because cows are, like, docile creatures. They're very yeah. big, though. Right. True, but... So it would be really hard to wrestle one to the ground. You can That's tip one to the ground. That's probably why it's not a sport, actually. Well, that, well, hold on. Let me go into it a little bit more. Uh, it began in the 1920s and has drawn as many as 50,000 spectators in a year. 50,000 people watching two cows go at it. I mean, not well, go at yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. It's like the crowds for two cows going at it. I was going to say yeah. 50 million. Right. That's, that, is, that is bovine lesbian porn right yeah, there. Put so. that on YouTube, and yeah. that's, a, that's a 10 million viewer at least. Where do they fight? What are the parameters? What is their, yeah, what how, is their how, ring, so to speak? Have well, there ever like a controversy where like one cow won in the cards, but the other cow, the, the crowd thought fought a better fight? Well, how, how does the cow win? I got a little bummed out when I heard this part about it. It sounds like it's more like sumo wrestling than anything i know it bummed me out a little bit but their cow their uh their horns are dulled so that they don't Wait, kill each other that's probably pretty good i thought only bulls had horns i don't know that's what the website says that they have small ones okay they right. they blunt their horns and then they push each other and whichever cow just backs off loses so like the cows will sit and push each other and then one of them will be like oh screw this i don't want to do this and then walk away and then the one still in the circle is the winner so I would have oh, won a sounds... lot of fights in third grade. Yeah. As long as you just stand there, yeah. I got to say. Get this... pushed and walk away. Those Europeans and their sports. 50,000 people watch this. Yeah, yeah, well, wait, all... Is this, is this a one event a year or is this several? Uh, it's Well, it sounds like there's lots of other events of the, like, uh, they say that the fights can last up to 40 minutes apiece. So this is not a short thing, but... They say that there's... 40 minutes of two cows pushing at each other. Yeah, of one match. I have to say, I guess uh, uh, the only explanation I can have for why 50,000 people would want to watch this is because their only alternative in the sports world would be... Football! Football! <laughs> football. But they, they do these events not just in Sweden. They do it... They do it... Or Switzerland. Yeah. 
Uh, they do it in France. They do it in Italy. They've got one in Turkey. Like, this is a thing. Wow. Just, this is, I feel like, if, if we're doing the SAT thing here, uh, football is to hockey what cow fighting is to cockfighting. I'm just depressed after reading that. I'm really yeah. depressed. I also it feel sounded bad really mood. awesome when you pitched it initially. I was picturing, like, it was like cow MMA. But how can you get a cow that angry? Yeah, that's the like, thing. Like, cows are pretty chill I, I was part of why I was eager to find out how they, they did cow fighting. I, I've thought. never seen a really pissed off cow. I've seen a pissed off bull, but I would love to see a cow just like... Rrr! I would love to see that too. Hence my initial excitement about cow fighting. I wonder if the just general drinking culture in Europe is to explain for this. Because I think I could definitely watch that several times a year. Oh, yeah. Well, I can watch anything if I had a cooler yeah. beer. Yeah. I used to go to those uh, baseball games of those uh, farm league teams. The West that they Michigan had. Whitecaps. The West Michigan Whitecaps. The single and A affiliate. Nobody watched the game. Everybody just sat there and drank. Yeah, it's minor league baseball. Yeah. Yeah. So they might as well have been two cows fighting. Do they do they use like a cattle prod or something to like? No, it's just no. two cows they deciding not, to push on each they other. They put them in the middle and they go, "Let's see how this turns out." That's the opening line. Yeah, that's. that's <laughs> Let's their... see how this turns out. In this corner, we've got Bessie. In this corner, we've got Bessie number two. Let's see how this turns out. Do you think there's any and a mooing sound effect? <laughs> Do mm. you think there's any like match fi- fixing scandals involving the cow fighting? <laughs> the like, Europeans uh, will bet on anything. Bessie, Bessie took a dive. <laughs> She's clearly the queen of queens this year, but the money was too good. If you can train a cow to do anything other than just stand there, I'm impressed. All right, that has been another edition of Weird and 12 seconds turn left 332 and 15 seconds turn left 332 and 18 seconds turn left Hey there, everybody. Uh, here at the Sports 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 Podcast, we are really happy to have our guest today, who is Jacob Harper. Jacob Harper is a comedy writer uh, for Top Story Weekly and the sketch group Gufton, uh, formerly known as Townville. Uh, and he's here with us today to talk some baseball. Welcome, Jacob. Hi, Jacob. Hey, what's going on, guys? Yeah, I wanted to bring up uh, the baseball games yesterday, because I'm assuming as a Cardinals fan, you, you were obviously uh, tuned into the Cardinals game. The Cardinals game wasn't a game for very long. But wasn't that a, a really exciting night of baseball? It was. I mean, you know, uh, kind of the word around right now is that it was the uh, the best night of regular season baseball possibly in history. Uh, I would agree with that. I'm not quite sure about that. But I do know that I really barely watched the Cardinals game at all last night. Uh, I actually turned it on halfway through the first inning, and we were already up 5 nothing, And it seemed like we were pretty much in control. So I spent the majority of the night watching the uh, Braves, Phillies, or I'm sorry, uh, the Braves. Yeah. Uh, so that's really Phillies the perfect. Game, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's the ideal situation for you because then you are not nervous at all. <laughs> and you just get to sit back and watch all of these other teams as they chew their fingernails to the quick. Yeah, exactly. And so, it, you know, it was a little anticlimactic because the game was, the Cardinals game was never really close. And it was pretty much just like, all right, we're, well, I'm going to be a Phillies fan for the next hour and waiting for, you know, the Braves to finish their 
epic collapse, which happened. And so that was all real nice. Yeah. And, and you're not a Phillies fan anymore because now. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of, it is kind of, it was this weird, like, uh, you know, go Phillies, screw the Phillies just pretty <laughs> much immediately. Cause that's who we're playing in the first round now. Yes. If, if only the final play could have ended with Atlanta losing and every member of the Phillies getting injured at the same time. <laughs> that would have been ideal. You yeah. know, the, Roy Halladay could just spontaneously combust or something. And, you know, that would be great. <laughs> well, actually, that's not entirely nice. <laughs> you heard so it you're here. wishing death on people because of sports. Hey, speaking <laughs> of death, uh, how did St. Louis reanimate the corpse of Lance Berkman this year? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, You know, he... I don't know what was going on with him in his half season with the Yankees, but he was always a good player. And a lot of the uh, Cardinal Nation, as they call themselves, was really excited about the signing. Uh, he's always gone on base. Uh, you know, he always hit for power. He just he had a real crappy half year with the Yankees, and a lot of people wrote him off. But, yeah, I don't know. He's, I mean, he's going to be comeback player of the year, no question. Probably finish in the top ten in the MVP voting. Uh, but he's... Uh, he is rocking and rolling right now. Yeah, because I'll be honest. When I saw that they signed him, I was actually surprised to find out that he could still walk. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think he's got a bum knee. And, you know, I mean, depending on who you talk to, he's either the big Puma or Fat Elvis. Uh, <laughs> Wait, I don't I, What? His nicknames. Oh, okay, okay. No, he's not really a giant Puma or the reincarnation of Elvis as an overweight gentleman. I was really confused. Doing these doing these interviews just audio can't pick up. I didn't, you know, I didn't jokes provide like any that. context for that at all, so no, uh, yeah. I could understand why that would be a problem. Right, right. <laughs> Do you have any thoughts on uh, the in terms of the uh, baseball off season? You got Albert Pujols. It, will he be a Cardinal next year? And if not, where do you think he lands? Uh, I think there's really. No way Albert Pujols is coming back. Uh, you know, people will say otherwise, but if you look at him, he's actually, he's been declining over the last three years. As uh, do most players as they, as they age. Yeah, I mean, and that's, that's true. I mean, he's, he's, he's already passed that. I believe it's 27 is kind of the generally held uh, peak of most hitters. Um, and he's already passed that. And if you, you know... Speak to some of the, you know, the racists back in Missouri. They'll also tell you, you know, like, well, Pujols is really 32 or 33 anyway. You know, everyone knows that they force those birth certificates well, over in the well, Dominican Republic. Wait, wait a second. Wait a second. That's not, that's not really racist because isn't that an actual debate, like, that some people yeah. really don't know his, his real age? Well, I want to see a birth certificate. Um, <laughs> I mean, it, I don't know if that was uh, necessarily something that's endemic or if that's only happened a couple deals. It seemed pretty outlandish to me. Well, here's the thing. It's not even just that he's Dominican. Uh, he looks like he's... I mean, when, when they were telling us he was 20, I thought, really? Because he's built like a brick house, and he looks like uh, 25, you know? Well, yeah, he does have that deal. I mean, he, he's been balding, you know, since yeah. late teens or, you know, well, late teens. Well, that happens to some people. Yeah, it well, does happen. Well, only freakish people. Uh, and steroid <laughs> users, Joel. <laughs> Yeah, we've all heard the the rumors about Joel, but you know, Pujols is, <laughs> Pujols is uh though. I mean, he's he is declining though, and he wants a ten year contract, and that's I think it's just a silly proposition. I think the Cardinals could be spending their money more wisely in other places. And if I had to guess where Pujols is going, I believe the top suitors right now are the Marlins and the Angels. Wow, uh, the Marlins, the Marlins, the Marlins. Might uh, actually spend like money, like at all, and this and this coming just just 
minutes after they got interesting for the first time. Yeah, I know. The hire of Ozzy Guillen. Oh, yeah, that's right. I just heard about Speaking that. Speaking of racists, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what position do you think Albert Pujols will play next year? Do you think he's going to maybe shift positions in hopes of attracting more potential suitors? Well, he's got – here's the deal. He, he started out as a third baseman. I don't know if a lot of people know that. And he, he, was, a, he, was, a, he was a butcher at third base. And he's got a bad elbow. He's not supposed to be throwing. He's got kind of that Scott Hatterberg thing where he really um, can only. He's not supposed to be throwing anything. Uh, I mean, well, he not plays a, a lot. sport that you doesn't involve like, a lot of. Wait a second. <laughs> I mean, you well, play catch to warm up for the game. If doctors actually told him you really shouldn't be throwing on that elbow, bud. Well, I mean, I think it was throwing excessively. I mean, uh, certainly from third base, you know, you have to make a lot of those throws across the diamond. So I think that was kind of the. Uh, the thing with him is that, I mean, he can certainly throw a baseball. It's not as, I, I said, you know, it's kind of the Scott Hatterberg thing, you know, like from Moneyball, where Scott Hatterberg couldn't throw, like, at all. So they put him at first base. Like, I mean, you know, uh, Pujols can throw a little bit, but, I mean, even at first, I think his days are numbered. Uh, which is why I do kind of see him eventually going to the American League. I think that's, if I had to put my money on it, I would say that he's going to be in the American League next year. Uh Possibly as a first baseman, possibly as a DH. That's interesting, especially the Angels. I mean, the Angels got uh, Mark Trumbo and hypothetically Kendry Morales, should he ever recover from his, I mean, I think maybe the funniest injury in the history of baseball. What's the injury? Hold on, he, I'm behind. He he was running home after hitting a game-winning home run, and he jumped into the air and put his arms up and then landed in the plate and broke his leg, and he's been out for a year and a half. Well, well you also skipped the, was, the, the team mobbed him at some Did yeah. some pitcher hurt his foot celebrating a win, uh, running out of the dugout? Didn't that happen yeah. a couple years ago? I believe he was clicking his heels. <laughs> <laughs> I know Chuck Knobloch gave himself, like, third-degree frostbite from, like, icing a thumb. <laughs> or, or some shit like that it was really bad and actually missed like a week of baseball. Wasn't there a pitcher for the Tigers that got hurt by playing Guitar Hero? I thought I read yes, something about yes. that. Joel Zumaia. That, that, that was, uh, was Zumaia, right? Yes, yeah, it was. He became my hero on that day. I've hurt myself playing Guitar Hero, so I know Here's I feel his pain. In retrospect, Phil, Joel Zumaia hurt himself doing a lot of different stuff. <laughs> yeah. so. uh, I think I understand you, but probably not. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? We've come to that time, everybody. Oh, it's go. time for yeah. the shot clock. The shot clock. I fold under the pressure, so let's get this over with. 35 seconds, college basketball shot clock. All, All right. right. Are you ready? Uh, yes. Go. How old is Albert Pujols? 30. How old is Albert Pujols really? 36. Uh, who do you like? Uh, Tigers versus Yankees. Tigers. Rays versus Rangers. <laughs> Rays. St. Louis Phillies. St. Louis. Brewers, Diamondbacks. Brewers. Who do you like in the World Series? St. Louis and Tigers, rematch of 2006. Oh. Okay, who do you think the biggest signing for the Cardinals is going to be this offseason? Jose Reyes. The shot clock. Wow, Jacob won the shot clock. Did you? Did he? Did you run out the questions? We we ran out of questions. That's impressive. (laughs) Well, Jacob, it's been awesome having you on. Thank you so much for doing the interview, man. Thank you, guys. Uh, Do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, just a you know top story weekly at the Iowa West in Hollywood uh, weekly sketch show, funny stuff. (laughs) All right, fantastic. Thank you, Jacob. All right. All right. Thank you. 
midnight and three seconds. Still sleeping. Midnight and six seconds. Still sleeping. Midnight and 11 seconds. Still sleeping. All right, and we're concluding the Sports 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 podcast with Valiant Prophecies. Thunder. And last week we did a couple college football picks, but this week with the MLB postseason just starting, let's pick the MLB postseason. ALDS, Phil, Tigers, Yankees. Tigers, they're from Detroit. Tigers, I like the pitching. Tigers, I also like them. I like the Tigers in four. Not that over. Rigged. <laughs> rigged. Rangers, Rays. Uh, Rays, a sunshine. On my shoulders. I'm going to go Rays again, starting pitching. You know, I'm going to go Rangers here just because they do have the uh, Rays do have starting pitching, but they didn't have time to set it up. Ooh, the Rangers did. Okay, NLDS, Phillies, Cardinals. Phillies, they're named after me. That's a good Phillies, point. too. Sorry, Jacob. I also take the Phillies there. Uh, the other NLDS series, Arizona Diamondbacks, Milwaukee Brewers. I think that a Diamondback would kill somebody who brewed beer, so I'm going Diamondbacks. I'm going to go with the Brewers. Better pitching. I'm going to go with the Brewers, but I think this is going to be the most interesting of the all the uh, DS series. All right, everyone. Thank you. And this has been the Sports. 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 Podcast. I'd like to first of all thank Jacob Harper, our guest today. Uh, phenomenal guest. Great Cardinal talk. I'd like to thank yeah, the Jacob. Comedy Podcast Network. And uh, would like to thank everyone for tuning in. You can follow us on Twitter at Sports3Podcast. And you can check us out on your favorite social media site, facebook.com slash sports, sports, sports podcast. And you can check us out on Friendster in your imagination. For more funny stuff for your eyes and ears, go to comedypodcastnetwork.com.